and welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, DBTPFL. It's Friday, September 11th, it's 2020, and we have nine baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. The slate is starting at 8 o'clock Eastern tonight because the Yankees and Baltimore game, um, you know, getting rained out and being a doubleheader on Friday. And uh, before we get into anything, before I introduce my, my good buddy Will here, I just want to say, like, September 11th, always a day that, like, you think about, you know, everybody in New York, the World Trade Centers, um, you know, Pentagon, all that stuff. And, like, it, it's still it's still heavy. Like, it's still something like, you know, there's so much going on in the world right now. Um, so, you know, just want to take a second and say, like, you know, thoughts and prayers are always forever um, to everyone that was affected by September 11th. So, um, such a... And, like, you just think about, like, all the times right now and everything that's going on, and it's just, like, we got to do better. Um, So, just want to take two seconds and just say, you know, make sure you're always keeping those people in your thoughts and prayers September 11th and, you know, all the thoughts and prayers to everybody that's going through anything right now. So, all right. Heavy stuff done. We got baseball. We have Chief Justice 06. Will, my buddy, my friend, we're recording and there's a football on my TV. Like, how's it going, my friend? My brother, it is good. Uh, can't wait to get started. Uh, kicking it off with showdown. A lot of money on the line out there. So uh, hopefully everyone is prepared and ready to go. I, I do want to chime in on uh, on 9-11, man, just because I think it's one of those moments where everyone pretty much remembers where they were. You know, I can remember right now. I think I was in Spanish class. I, I mean, I'm almost. I was in history was in my, class. Yeah, I was in Spanish, and you know, it, you, you turn the TV on, and you know, you almost think it's a movie, but it's not a movie. This is this is real life, and um, you know, I had family up there, and uh, you know, thank God they were okay. But you know, for everyone that was affected, man, you know, th- thoughts and prayers for sure. Uh, you know, it's just, it's, I mean, it's a historical day. Not necessarily for the right reason, but, you know, like you said, with everything going on, man, hopefully we can kind of reflect on that and see, you know, what it was like to to come together as a country and just try to be united. So uh, that's it, man. That's my that's my heavy moment. I know everybody wants to get to baseball and the time is here. We're going to get into some baseball. We're going to talk some baseball, baseball on Fridays. Nothing better than baseball on Fridays heading into the weekend. Um, a lot of stuff going on this weekend. We got NFL week one baseball, probably going to be really kind of soft on Monday, you know, or Tuesday, free money Tuesdays are back. I'm excited for that. So, um, let's get into it. Um, you see, like you see all these commercials on TV for like DraftKings and FanDuel and you just get excited. You're like, Oh yes. Free money. Tuesday is coming, baby. We got some baseball. (laughs) We got some new money coming. Um, Pirates and Royals, Stephen brought Chris Babbitt, Bubbock. Um, I, you know, looking at Stephen brought, like he's not a great pitcher. Will. um, Kansas city is not a great offense in general. Like this is just one of those spots where I still don't think I can really play him in this spot. Yeah, I mean, here's the deal. He is going to be cheap enough. I do think we're going to want to play one of our higher-end pitchers. Uh, we're probably going to want to play Bieber, even though it's against Minnesota. I, I don't like it, but I, I think for the price, we might be able to squeeze him in. The problem is 
I don't think he's going to go a lot of innings. If I knew he was going to go five innings, I might consider him. But um, I don't think it's the worst play, but I think I think we can just do better. So here's the thing. Like, even like the Pirates, they're one of the worst teams in baseball against right-handed pitching. But they're really kind of middle of the road against lefties. The Royals, they're kind of middle of the road against lefties. So I don't think that – Either one of these pitchers really go off in this spot. You know, we'll, let's talk Chris Bubbick on the other side here. Uh, Bubbick, uh, like his his last name, like even the announcers like say it a couple different ways. So um, I don't feel as bad when I when I hear him mess that up. But like usually I'm perfectly fine. Sixty six hundred, a guy going up against Pittsburgh. But if he was a righty, I'd be super interested. He's a lefty. This team's a lot better against lefties than they are against righties. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I. These teams have just been so bad overall. I just <laughs> so bad. I think that's what makes me just want to at least keep them somewhere in the player pool. Now now look on FanDuel, I'm not playing either one, but I think on a site like DK where you have to have two, I don't hate it. I mean, as of right now, I mean Bubby went seven innings against the the White Sox the last game. I, I don't see that happening again, especially when he's kind of been, you know, no more than six out of the last six six games, I believe. Um, God, I hate to spend so much time on pitches that aren't great, but I think for the prices, I'll consider them because of the teams they're facing. But not they're not – I don't consider them to be top of mind unless I'm just trying to get in uh, a Bieber and maybe some Coors bats. All right, so let's talk bats here. Um, we'll start with the Pittsburgh side of things. Like, every single one of these guys, everybody on this lineup is under 3,500. They're all very, very cheap. Not saying I love any of these guys. You look at their numbers. Like, the guy that, like, I really want to play here is the is the young, you know, Cabron Hayes. Like, you know, he's 3K. He's shown some power upside. Like, he's the guy that, like, I'm, I, I think I'm the most interested in here. Yeah, I, I don't hate that. I, I have been looking at guys like Gonzalez when he's been playing against the lefty. He has, hasn't been bad. Um, but, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I, I totally get the Hayes call. I mean, for the price. Like I said, for the price, really, you can probably play any of these guys. Um, I, I think I'm just going to resort to them being one-off fillers, though. Yeah, I don't. I don't see myself stacking. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Like, I don't think this is a spot you stack. Um, Yeah, like I, I don't see myself stacking these guys. I will say, like, it's not. I don't know. It's not like you're like super worried here. Like Eric Gonzalez is somewhat interesting too, um, because like he's 3,300. You play him at shortstop, and like he's actually had some really solid numbers against left-handed pitching this season, 393 ISO, 492 Woba against lefties. So, um, you know, that, that obviously is super interesting. And like Reynolds, if he's in there, like he's been good against lefties. So one or two of these guys, Oh, and like Stallings, 3k for a catcher against the lefty. You can definitely put him too. Um, Kansas city bats, you know, obviously with like Perez on the IL, Soler on the IL, those are the two guys you like the most usually, against lefties, but, like, Whit Merrifield's actually not, like, overpriced here. Yeah, yeah, not at all. I mean, I I think for me it's kind of going to be the same thing with the Royals because, I think I mean, we're going to get to some teams in a minute that I think we really are interested in. So I think these this team is just one-off fillers again. You know, you land down there and, you know, 
maybe you play a Franco or something, but I think they're going to be some other third baseman that we would like. But I, I think that's where we're at on both sides of this game. For me, pitchers okay, one-off fillers on, on these bats. Um, moving on. We got uh, Oakland and Texas, Mike Fires, Jordan Lyles. Um, any interest here, Mike Fires? Uh, man, you know, the last time I wanted to play Fires against Texas, and remember we talked about it, I think we were on the show, I think, and I was like, man, I just want to play him because it's Texas, and he goes out and just hammers him for 28 and a half fantasy points. And I just kind of feel the same way again. I don't think I'm going to play him today because I've got other guys that I like. But I wouldn't be shocked if Fires went out and put up 20 fantasy points. Yeah, like, I don't know. Texas is a team that, like, is super beatable. Um, you know, they've been, they've been beatable all season. So I could see him pitching well in this game. Um, but, like, this is a dude with a 6x fit a 13.5% K rate on the season. Like, it has been a – like, I don't even know if saying, like, it's been a rough year is even fair because it's been <laughs> – it's been it's been worse than a rough year for Mike Fires. It's been so. terrible. <laughs> it's oh been – um, it's been a long, long season for him. So, I don't know, man. Like, I'm probably going to pass here. I, I probably won't stack Texas against him because his offense is just so unpredictable at this point. We have no idea, like – they struggled against Julio Tehran. Like, I don't even know. Like, what, what in the, the world? I know. I don't even know what to think of it anymore, Will. Like, this, you know, the other side of this game, we know, we, we know what Jordan Lyles is. Like, he he's someone that has can really struggled. Like, we have two really bad pitchers in this game. If we're looking at 2020, like, Jordan Lyles, 6.6 XFIP, 13% K rate, 11% walk rate. Like, if we're looking at this year and this year alone, like these two guys have stunk, and, and like that's being nice. Oh yeah, they they they've been really bad. Um, like I said, I'm I'm more interested in, in the bats I think than these pitchers, but uh, it, it's very tempting to, to look at fires again. But I don't think I'm gonna no risk it, no biscuit. I, I don't think I'm gonna risk it. Um, let's talk bats here. I, I kind of like the Oakland side of this game. You know, Lyles, yeah. we just got, we got an saying like Lyles has really struggled this season. We know like Matt Olson, 243 ISO Grossman's been fantastic this season. Um, you know, LaStella at the top, he, he kind of is a table setter here. Like you can go, you know, two to four, two to five, however you want to approach this team. I, I think you can definitely, you know, load up on bats here. Yeah, and, and that's kind of where I am, man. I, I feel I do feel like I want to load up on some some Oakland bats today. Um, you know, like you said, with Estella being a table setter, uh, I, I love that call. Um, you know, I'm I'm a sucker for Robbie Grossman. The guy I, I like guys that just don't strike out, got a little bit of pop. Uh, so don't hate Grossman. They didn't really come through for me the way I wanted them to uh, yesterday, but that's okay. Uh, don't you know, Mark Connor? I'll have some of him. Matt Olson, of course. Uh, Loriano, I just I, I like these guys. I don't hate a little bit of Sean Murphy either. Down there at the bottom, uh, got a little bit of pop in that bat. I think he's a guy that we can consider in this spot, uh, especially if you know I don't really play five mans that often, but you know I will run some four mans and a five man at the catcher spot. So don't hate Murphy. Just want to give him a shout out as well. Yeah, for sure. Like you know, I, I think you can you can really load up on Oakland here. I think they're you know one of the top plays on the entire slate. Um, 
it'll be interesting to see what their ownership looks like. You know, spot wise, you know, Texas is in an amazing spot. It's just, I don't know, man, it doesn't get much better than facing freaking Julio Tehran. And like, they struggled in that spot. Like, I don't want to have like recency bias, but like, I think, I think Texas is a team you stack or you fade. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I definitely think Joey Gallo's in play. I think Odor's in play. <laughs> uh, on, I wish I could just go back and like look at how many lineups, uh, like I've had good lineups, and Joey Gallo's cost me so much money this year. Like, oh, yeah, but you, sorry, I mean, it, the two home run right. game. It'd be the two home run game that I don't play him on, and that that will make me even worse. Oh, of course, because you know. Anyway, <laughs> I don't even want to talk about Pablo Lopez Day with my Braves. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What? You mean the Atlanta Falcons? It wasn't the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> that was the most excited I've ever been about being so wrong about a pitcher. I just—it was so exciting, uh, and we talked about that too. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I think Gallo's in play. I, I like Odor. Um, you know, and, and I don't hate these righties either. Like I, so lack. I, I think I'm, I'm with you. You stack this team and hope they can get the fires early. Um, but just fully expect that if they score one run, that that's totally in the cards. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. I agree. Um, Phillies and Marlins, Spencer Howard, Daniel um, Castaño, um, Castaño um, prospect for the Marlins. Um, anyway, let's, uh, let's start with Spencer Howard. You know, the one thing that Howard has really struggled with this season has been lefties. Um, do you have any interest in him here against the Marlins? No. Yeah. I think this is just – this is kind of like just a pass spot for me. Um, I – ah, man. I – before we before we started, I, like, really, like, considered it. Um, this game on the slate. I was just looking. I don't think this game's on the slate, though. Negative. Not on the slate. Good. Don't even have to worry about it. Moving on. Chicago Cubs, Milwaukee Brewers, John Lester, Brandon Woodruff. <laughs> um, any interest here in Lester against um, Milwaukee? Oh, gosh. I mean, John Lester's another one that hasn't been good this year. Um, I, I don't think I can do it, man. I, I think there's enough guys in this league. I don't have to play John Lester. Uh, I think he's getting the X button. Not going to invest in him today. I will say, like, they're finally pricing him down a little bit. Um, oh, yeah. But he's still over 8K, which is still an instant X for me. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna pass on Lester. On FanDuel, just... he is 6,800. But I still, I, like I said, one pitcher site, definitely not playing him. If he was 68 on DraftKings, we'd be in a discussion. Sure. <laughs> they're like they're they're trying to they're trying to do everything they can to tempt you to click that button and um, take that day. Um, Don't do it, Brian. Brian, <laughs> stay away. <laughs> um, like the Brewers are fifth, by the way, in in Woba against lefties this season. They've actually been a lot better against lefties than they have against righties. So um, you know, there's that. You know, uh, that's I guess like that's the only thing I really say there, but. Um, the other side, we got Brandon Woodruff. Um, I don't know what to do with Woodruff here. Will, uh, like the Cubs are a beatable team. They strike out. Um, it, it's just like, they still have power. They have a bunch of guys that walk and, and like, that's the, that's the biggest concern for me with Woodruff is because he doesn't get the long leash. Um, like he, he's only going to go 
90 pitches. Like, he's 8,500. He lives in that like 90 to 95 range most of the time and like if he's facing a team that walks a bunch like he's a good pitcher he's really good against righties like maybe he's a lineup thing like you just gotta wait and see what the lineup looks like yeah i mean i don't know if i can play woodruff man and i i kind of watched that last game against cleveland look i know it was cleveland but he's getting in his own way like if you if you watch him pitch i want to see what was going on like he's he's getting his own way he's like you said he's walking guys He's, you know, getting two and three guys on base and then having to pitch out of a jam. He's been in high leverage just extremely too much. Um, I, I don't I don't think I can do it, not at, not at that price. Like, I I don't think I'm going to play Woodruff today, and which means he's probably going to go out and destroy these guys, six innings, ten strikeouts. But I – he's just he's, – he's been in too many high leverage situations. Like, and he's only, he's only given up a few runs. I mean, he could have legitimately given up five or six runs the last game against Cleveland easily. Uh, I can't – no way I'm playing Brandon Woodruff today at that price. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't think there's a ton of options on this slate as far as, like, pitchers go. Um, so – Oh, I'm staying up top, just full disclosure. <laughs> yeah, like, there's one guy, like, Kikuchi. Like, I, I, I could see – Maybe taking a shot on Kikuchi. Um, so I guess maybe instead of I'm with you, I like the top two. Um stock bats here. Anything standing out to you for the Cubbies? Well, I mean I think it's gotta be Anthony Rizzo, probably the the most patient guy at the plate that they have. And and Chris Bryant's been pretty good this year as well, but I think Rizzo is still the most patient bat that they have. Like, I'm willing to roll Anthony Rizzo out today. I actually think he's a pretty good option. Um, typically one of my favorite first basemen, uh, you know, hasn't been really good in that Cincinnati series, and we'll see how he does tonight. Uh, but overall, and I mean, look, it's been win there as well, so I'm not going not gonna to beat him up too bad. But I, I think Rizzo could, could really have a big game here. He's going to be one of my favorite options on this whole slate. Yeah, I think the other guy you can play is Ian Happ. Um, he's been really good against right-handed pitching this season. So I think Ian Happ is another one that um, you could fire some tournament darts on. Um, Milwaukee, um, again, like I was just saying, like this team's actually been really solid against lefties this season. They got Garcia. They got Yelich, who's been good against lefties. You know, Jed Jerko has been really, really good against lefties. We know how good Ryan Braun is. Like, you could you could potentially make, like, a secondary stack here of the Brewers. Yeah, and let, let's not forget, they scored their own version of the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> 19, you know, they kicked, yeah. they kicked 19 runs. So, I mean, look, maybe, maybe they're starting to turn a corner and heat up at the plate. Uh, at any rate, I just – I don't believe in John Lester right now. I'm with you. Uh, Garcia, you know, Hiura, Braun – I mean, just – I think take your pick. Uh, they should be okay. And for sure, Jed Jerko is probably on his way to hitting a bomb today. So, I I, I like I like that spot a lot for, for this team. Um, and I, I'm with you. I think they're in play. And I haven't played the Brewers all year, full – like barely any Brewers, but I, I would for sure consider them today at home. Yeah, just, man, they're cheap. They're cheap. They, they're going to get you your top-end stacks that you want, like – uh, Tyrone Taylor got called up too, um, and I say called up. He got moved, uh, moved up to the major league lineup, so he might be in there. Um, yeah, like I think the Brewers are 
they're very much they're very much in play here. Like they're really, really, really cheap. Um, yeah. Indians and Twins. Shane Bieber, Kentai Maeda. Um, this is a game that has some weather concerns, um, which stinks because Bieber, man, this guy. I don't care who he's pitching at this point. Like doesn't I'm matter. just playing him. Doesn't matter. Yep, uh, I, and I, I don't have to give any analysis on Shane Bieber. The numbers speak for themselves. You can game log it. You can look at the the uh, the other analytics behind it. You can look at Statcast. You can look at whatever you want. Shane Bieber is elite this season. Period. Yep, one of the best pitchers in baseball this season. He's definitely taken that um, next step. Like, dude, seven and zero with a one two five ERA, but a one point seven seven xFIP with a forty three percent K rate on the season. Like. This dude has a contact rate under 60%. Like, <laughs> that's just insane. Insane, man. Oh, insane. So, yeah, you can play Bieber. I know Minnesota's good, but um, you can play Bieber against anybody at this point. Uh, Kentai Maeda on the other side of this game, like, he's someone that is semi-interesting here. Um, like, he's a 20-point machine. I don't know if 20 is enough at 10-2 today. I really don't. Um, you know, you got Bieber, you got Lucas Giolito against Detroit. Like... I don't know. Um, how how don't you take Lucas Giolito against Detroit? Like, he dominated this team the last time he pitched against them. Like, in cash games, I'm doing everything I can, Will, to go Beaver uh, Giolito. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I, I'm, I'm going to say this the same way I feel about Kershaw. I think if you're playing my Ada, and I, I don't hate my Ada, but uh, just because, I mean, I, I feel like he is safe. Like, he's probably guaranteed 20 to 25. Uh, will that be enough on this slate? I don't – between those other two, I don't think so. But I think if you're playing my eight, it's the same reason why I played Kershaw last night. You're just trying to get leverage off of the two higher-owned pitchers and hope that he keeps up. And uh, don't even take me back to last night because Kershaw laid the biggest staker I've ever seen in my life. Cost me thousands of dollars. Jesus Christ. All right. It's not good. Um, not fun. Not fun. Not oh, fun times. Boy. Um, Not fun times. So – Listen, is there any bats in this game? Like, this is probably just a, a full cross-off for me. I'm not going to play any of these bats. Yeah, yeah, s- same here. Uh, no bats for me, man. Yeah, Zero. it's just – like I said, I don't, I don't want to, like, feel like I'm discounting it, but, like, Beaver, like, I'm not playing anybody against this guy. Like, he is a .019 ISO against lefties this season. Like, .019. Like, that is <laughs> – Elite, elite is around one. <laughs> elite is around 100. Yeah. Like, He's I don't at even know. Zero, folks. Not even real. Um, <laughs> moving on. Tigers, White Sox, Casey Miz against Lucas Giolito. Do you have any interest here in the Miz? Uh, negative. I uh, don't think I'm going to be playing him as well, but much rather look at the White Sox bats. Yeah, I- I'm with you on this one. Um, uh, he he's not ready. I've watched a couple of his starts. He's not ready. Not a bad pitcher. He's just not ready. Um, like he gets beat by lefties and Moncada, Grandal. They have a. They don't have like a ton of lefties, so he could strike some guys out in this matchup. But I just don't think he's the guy that I'd play today. Um, and then like the other side, I, I I've already kind of said it. Like I love Lucas Giolito. I'm gonna do everything I can to pay up a pitching on the slate. And um, like he's one of those guys that you have to try to get in there. I feel like like you look at 
the Detroit Tigers against right-handed pitching. Now they have gotten better a little bit, but they're still 26 in WOBA. They're 25th in WRC plus. Like they're not. They're still not good. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, look, man. Uh, Detroit is. They're just middle of the road right now. I mean, they're they're better than Texas, better than KC, better than Pittsburgh. Better than Arizona, but that's not saying much. Uh, I I'm not I'm not investing in any Detroit Tigers. All about the Giolito. Yeah, it's it's honestly it's that simple for me too. I'm just um, <laughs> I'm just I'm playing him like it's yeah it, it's really just that simple. I'm just gonna play him. So yep. Um, any interest? I don't have any interest in the Detroit bats. Do you? Negative. Yeah. White Sox, um, I like the lefties. And, and, like, you can always throw in a Brayu or E5 or Eloy. Um, but, like, I, I like the lefties more than the righties here. Yeah, I mean, I, I do too, but I don't think Mize is going to be around that long. I mean, I, I don't think he goes past three innings. And, I mean, I know he's been around four. Uh, I, I think they're going to get to him. And interesting stat here, Chicago White Sox are scoring a full run higher than they were last year. So, last year – they were averaging 4.4 runs. Uh, this year, they're averaging 4.35. So I know if you want to get technical, that's 0.95 <laughs> runs more. I just rounded it up to one. The thing that was interesting to me when I kind of looked this one up, uh, the Sox are averaging five runs at home and 5.65 on the road. So they're pretty, pretty solid on both sides. I, I, I like them here. I don't think they'll be as high on today as usual. Um, but they've just shown that they're going to put up runs. They're not, they're not always going to hit home runs. Yesterday they had two from McCann, and everybody else just kind of singled and doubled. But usually when they're putting up those runs, they're getting multi-home run games from, you know, or multiple home runs from, from two or three guys. So I'm going to stay with the White Sox, man. They're continuing to score, score runs. I'm going to continue to play them against uh, middle and, and middle of the road and bad pitching. Fair enough. Um, Reds and Cardinals. We got Luis uh, Castillo against Adam yes. Wainwright. Yes. Um, any interest here in Castillo? I do. Uh, he, he's my – I feel like he's my other guy if I'm trying to kind of, you know, catch a few breaks. I mean, I, I think you can play Castillo and Giolito or Castillo and Bieber. Uh, I like it. Um, if you really want to kind of get, get crazy, you could play Maeda Castillo. I don't recommend that. I, I think it's Giolito and Castillo or, or, or Bieber Castillo. That's kind of where I'm at. I, I think he's getting 25-plus today against St. Louis. Yeah, like Castillo, I think he sets up great here. Like, if you look at it overall, um, you know, the only guy that you're, like, super concerned with is, like, Brad Miller. And, like, all right. If he gives up a solo shot, I still think he gets there. Yeah, like, Miller gives up a home run. All right, well, whatever. Um, <laughs> like he, Miller hits a home run. Castillo still has like double digit, like strikeout um, upside in this slate. So, um, yeah, it'd be interesting. Um, I don't know. I, I think that this is a shot you could take as far as like Castillo goes, and um, I don't hate it. Um, the other side though, Adam Wainwright. I don't. Um, I don't have a ton of interest in him. Yeah, man. And, you know, every time we, we try to pick on these bad pitchers. Now, of course, uh, Porcello gets gets destroyed uh, the day at the, the next slate after we talk about him. And, you know, I'm looking at Wayne right here. It looks like he's pitching okay. 
But I'm I'm not a believer in Wayne Wright, man. You know, not and listen, he was good. I'm not saying, and I don't think he's great anymore. Um, the question is, can the Reds score runs? Um, maybe they can, but I'm still not going to play Wayne Wright. My yeah, like I'm not going to play Wayne Wright here, but I don't know if I stack like the because like right. my my biggest thing here is like when I want to stack the Reds, I want Castellanos and Suarez and like Wainwright just has limited the power to righties so much this season. Um, I don't know. Like that's, that's obviously like my, my biggest concern um, when stacking against him. Like I think you could play Winker and Moustakis, um, but I don't, I don't think I want to stack against him here. Yeah, same here, and that's what I was saying. I'm not playing Wainwright, but I'm not ex- excited about playing the Reds either. So th- there you have it. Um, any any interest in the other side here on the Cardinals? Uh, not against Castillo. No, no. Right? I, listen, I, I'm going to have a lot of Castillo today, so I I'm pretty much going to be avoiding the Cardinals, and uh, I, I feel like I'm going to be right on this one. I think Castillo. I'm not saying he gets to 10 strikeouts, but I think seven or eight is for sure in the cards. All right. Um, Angels and Rockies, Will. We got Griffin Canning against Herman Marquez in cores. Um, Any interest here, you know, in Canning? No. (laughs) We're not playing either one of these guys, right? (laughs) Like, we're not playing um, Herman Marquez here, right? Uh, nah, I, I, I'm not going to do it. I, I don't think he's, I, I, I think he's a lot better than Griffin Canning. Let me say that. But, um, I, I'm not playing Marquez today. It's going to be a negative. Yeah. Like if this game was in, if this game was in LA, I would probably have a little interest in, um, Herman Marquez here, but oh, for sure, for sure. I think overall, like I'm going to, I'm going to probably pass here. Um, let's talk bats here. Like we'll start with the angels. Um, Fletcher went on the IL. Um, he's going to be out for a little while. Um, dealing with an ankle injury. So it'd be interesting to see like what this lineup looks like with him, not in the top spot. Um, you know, does Walsh move up in the lineup and stuff? Because like, Overall, this team is um this team is kind of expensive, but like Matt Tice is two point seven K and Jared Walsh is two point five K in course against the righty. Um yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean I think he, he his name may come up again as the show progresses. Let me say this too, because you guys I I'm not sure if you guys are familiar. I am a Coors fader. Uh, I I typically don't play play cores at all. However, this season I've had to make massive adjustments because they've been scoring a lot more runs more frequently uh, than than I feel like I'm accustomed to. So I, I do have some interest. Like you talked about Walsh, man. I mean, come on, what what were they thinking? Um, especially when we already know Fletcher's hurt. Uh, so I, I I'm all aboard that. I I don't hate. Uh, our good friend, Mr. Mike Trout. Listen, you're going to have to pay for Mike Trout today. Uh, I think if you're going to do something like that, which kind of kind of what I talked about earlier, maybe you play Bieber and then maybe you go down to a Bubbick or something like that. I think that's how we can maybe squeeze in Mike Trout because of the price. I got to feel like he's not going to be crazy high owned. So um, 
that's kind of how I think you do it. I, I do like the Colorado side a lot more than the Angels today. I do still have enough respect for for Marquez, but God, if Trout was going to hit two run two home runs, man, it feels like it should be in this core series. Oh yeah, like obviously, like he's he's just the top player in the slate. Um, it's Trout and Coors, like. Yeah, three home runs in a game wouldn't shock me here. I just <laughs> like it stinks because I'm with you. Um, I don't typically like stack cores. Um, like maybe one out of my three lineups sometimes. Like, but it's gonna be so chalky on this slate because David Dahl came back Wednesday. He's two point eight k. There you go. Just like well, Easy. like. It, it Walter's catcher two point seven k and cores like, I and I like, like cores, and I like the core and I like Colorado more, which is yeah you know I mean it is what it is. Yeah. Walsh is way too cheap too. It's just insane. It, it's yeah. just if you're playing cash games, you're loading up on these guys. Like you're playing Giolito and Bieber, and you're loading up on all these cheap cores bats, and like you just don't overthink it. Um, and, and like I hate to be. Just like right off, it's just what it needs to be. Um, let's talk Colorado. Like I said, David Dahl came back. He's having a terrible season, but he's 2.8K facing a righty in course. Um, I don't care what kind of season he's having. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, well, here's my question, too. I wonder what, what, what that is going to do for Tapia, or do they just probably pull Matt Kemp out of the lineup? I got to see if I can try to get a read on that. I, I'm thinking maybe they pull Kemp and just play Tapia. Uh well, in my head, Kevin I feel Pilar. Like I Pilar was the guy they picked up um, that was kind of playing. I think that potentially – I think Tapia still plays. I think that, like, potentially you see um, Pilar or Kemp and, like, we could potentially see, like, David Dahl, like, DH or something this first couple of days back. Mm, okay. Yeah. Every man, to... DH everywhere now. <laughs> like – Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. It, yeah. yeah. It, it's taken a whole season to get used to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still correct. forget about it all the time. All the oh time. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. crazy. That's probably what they're going to do then. I mean, not, not that I'm looking at it. I, I, I mean, I like this team top to bottom, man. I just, I, I think they put up some runs today for sure. I mean, I, I'm not afraid of Griffin Canning. I'm not afraid of the Angels bullpen. Uh, these guys are back at home. I just, I, I, I think they're going to get it done. Um, all right, let's move on. Giants and Padres, Johnny Cueto, Garrett Richards. Um, and Giants came up big for me last night, um, even though, like, not having Braves didn't kill me because the Giants did so well and they were so low-owned. Uh, Johnny Cueto, any interest in him against the Padres? No, I'm not playing Johnny Cueto. And he actually hasn't really been bad overall this season. Like, he he hasn't been bad, but I, I'm not playing Cueto against the Padres. Just not doing it. No, like, he is really limited damage against righties. Um, and, yeah. like, a lot of the power in this lineup is the righties. But, like, okay, good for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good job. Um, with that said, I, I, I think that, like, I'm less likely to stack the Padres maybe. Um, but I'm not playing Cueto. Garrett Richards, um, like he's another guy that's been, you know, really solid against righties and, and kind of struggled with lefties this year. Um, my my biggest issue with Richards has been pitch count, but they actually let him go 83 pitches last time out. He threw seven really strong innings against Oakland, pitched really well in that game. He pitched well in Colorado. They just – they yanked him. Well, like, if they bump Richards up 
to 90 pitches. I think that is max. Um, I, I think it's hard not to have slight interest. It's just really like depending on like if if they go Yaz, Dickerson, Belt, Smoke, Crawford, and they throw like five, six, seven lefties at him, that's where I'm like, all right, I can't do it. Well, I feel like they're for sure going to have Yaz, Dickerson, Belt. I think those three for sure. And that might and even prob- be enough. And probably Crawford. Yeah, that might even be enough not to play him. Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm where I'm leaning. I, I think they're going to have enough to where you stay away. And I mean, I don't. I mean, Richards isn't isn't priced crazily. I mean, I feel like it's fair, um, but I I don't want to play him. I mean, the Giants have been playing a lot better this year. Like, we just have to get used to the fact that the if the if the season ended today. I think the Giants are the eight seed. Are, are the Giants in? If the season ended right now, yeah, the Giants are in. Like they, they, they're not as bad. And I think this shortened season is going to help them if they continue to, you know, stay positive. Win three games, lose one. Win another two, lose one. Like they're just going to continue to stay in the playoff hunt. I, I don't think I'm playing Garrett Richards for that reason. Um. Yeah. So. And Miami would be in today, too, if the season ended. I was watching ESPN earlier and caught that stat, and I was like, man, two of the worst teams that we've been fading for probably years, if the season ended today, they're in the playoffs. Unbelievable. Um, let's talk bats. I think the lefties that we kind of just, like, mentioned, like, they're, they're, they're very much in play here um, going up against Richards. Like, you want to attack – Richards with lefties and Belt has a 333 ISO with a 480 Woba. Dickerson has a 286 ISO. Yaz has a 233 ISO. Like, I'm perfectly okay with playing any of these lefties here. Yeah, do you want to pay for Yaz though? That's the question. Like, we say that all the time, and like, he just keeps mashing. Like, <laughs> like at what point do we just like he might actually be worth this price? And, and like, the thing is, like, he is. Every slate, the dude is usually under 5% because nobody wants to pay 5500 for him. Like, I don't know. Um, the, on the road, potentially getting five at-bats, like, I think it's I think it's worth if you're playing large field tournaments and you're going, like, I think the three-man stack here is in play. Belt, Dickerson, yes. I, I think it's in play. Yeah, well, I mean, I think he's going to rake, so I'm not, I'm not worried about that. I, I, I do think he's for sure going to rake. I just, I'm just thinking about the prices, and I'm thinking if I want to, because for me, you know, I kind of want to spend up at pitcher. I don't think I can afford him completely, um, because at that point, I'd be playing him as a one-off, especially if I'm looking to get um, a few of those cheap bats from Coors. So, uh, not sure if I can get there. I, I do like Justin Spoken, I mean, his price isn't really increased. If he's in the lineup, I mean, I think he's a great one-off play. Well, the thing is, too, Will, like, if 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 you're doing what we were talking about, like a three-man stack, Belt is 3,300 and Dickerson's 41. That yeah. averages them out close to, like, 41. So, like, I, I don't know, man. I, I think that it's just super, super doable. Um, super doable um, price-wise. Let's talk the Padres here. Um, man... This is one of those stacks that could put up a monster game. Um, like, Cueto's so bad against lefties, Gresham, Moreland, Cronenworth. And then, like, if the stack is doing word and you get Cueto out of there pretty early, 
Then you have Tatis and Machado and Myers like ending it off late. Like this is this is one of those stacks that could break the slate late in the night. Yeah, man, and I think that's kind of what you're looking for. Even if, like we talked about, even if they don't put the runs up early, I think we are hoping that you know a few guys run the pitch count up on Cueto, and then he just kind of has to leave the game. And if he does that, uh, th- there you have it. They're probably going to be you know close to close to helping you win a tournament if they put the runs up. Uh, Jason Castro, a catcher, uh, down there at the bottom, if he's in the lineup, we, we get a, we get a lefty, 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 righty matchup here. Uh, Jason Castro, cheap catcher alert. Uh, he's on my radar for sure. Yep. All right. Uh, we finished it out here with the Mariners and the Diamondbacks. Uh, Yusei Kikuchi against Alex Young. Um I think it's going to be Alex Young. Um, I saw a thing that Caleb Smith might actually come back. Oh, he is going to pitch. So it I is think going to he be... is pitching. I think yeah. I think he is pitching. Um, so it will be Caleb Smith. Um, he threw 70 pitches in an inner squad game um, is what the tweet said that I saw. So I wouldn't expect him to go like 90 or 100 pitches here, but he's 5,900 going up against there or Seattle. Um, let's talk Seattle first. Um, any interest here in Yusei Kikuchi? Um, I'm just going to be honest with you. I think if I'm playing Kikuchi today, I'm <laughs> basically wanna, running it back. Do you want to guess? Do uh, you want to guess? Did you see it? <laughs> did you see the touchdown? Was it Williams? No, I just remember what I texted you earlier. We were like, "Oh, football's back and it's going to be great." And I was like, "Until a wide receiver five or four scores a touchdown." Um, was. Oh no, Demarcus Robinson! Like, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just, I just think it's hilarious. Um, for anyone that's listening right now, I literally text Will earlier today. We were we were chatting about we were chatting about Daryl Williams, and I was like, (laughs) I was like, Will, it's gonna be great until a low owned um, wide receiver scores a touchdown and ruins the slate early. Uh, it's Fun. it's probably gonna get overturned for what it's worth. It does not look like a catch. So, Woo. I know, Thank I know. You. I just thought it was Thank funny. Oh I, I just, God. I was like, oh, I was just like, oh, I have to tell the story. I just have to tell the story. That's like, well, the, 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 thing, the text though. says, the text says, um, what, where is that? I'm trying to find <laughs> it now. Yeah, we were texting earlier about this. Oh, man. Oh, I said, until a fifth – you said, I can't wait. It's going to be a fun night. I was like, yeah, until a fifth-string wide receiver scores a touchdown. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) All right. Um, Let's go back to Yusei Kikuchi in this baseball game. Sorry for getting sidetracked. That's what happens when football's on. Um, Will, Yusei Kikuchi against against Arizona, um, this team this season, they have – let's just say they've been – something else, right? Like, isn't that the right way to just kind of say it the nice way? Um, they're last in Woba, last in WRC plus, um, they're last in ISO. They're, they're last in or second to last in hard hit rate. Like you say Kikuchi is 6.2 K. If you're not paying up for an SP two, I think this is where you kind of end up. Yeah, for sure, man. I, um, as I was saying, I think I'm just gonna, um, I may just have to run these guys back run Kikuchi just because these guys beat up on Kershaw. These guys are not that good. And when I say beat up, I mean, they just kind of knocked him around early. Granted, pitch count up. I, I like Kikuchi here. I think he can get it done, you know, for the he's price. He's too cheap. I think. 
Yeah, that's what I was going to say. For the price, you can go ahead and sign me up right now. You know he's my guy. I want to take to get six or more strikeouts. Yeah, I already wrote him down for me. So you're, you're no, I'm just. <laughs> what, oh, don't, don't you worry. <laughs> um, Caleb Smith on the other side, like, uh, I don't know. What, like, realistically, what do we expect pitch wise, like, pitch count wise? Like, that's. This dude hasn't pitched since, like, was it July? Yeah, like, he hasn't pitched since July. I don't know what to expect. If he went 70, I don't think he goes past 80 in a live game. I I don't think he goes past 80. That's kind of my my train of thought. Yeah. uh, The matchup is fantastic. Caleb Smith has shown plenty of upside in the past. I just don't know what to expect pitch count wise um, from him in this spot. And I don't know, for me, it's tough. It's tough to just like have overall interest in him here. Um, I like the price. Probably not going to play any of these bats. I just – I don't love the Seattle bats. I think you could play more or Kyle Seeger, but that's kind of it for me. That's yeah. no way that's a catch, by the way. Great. That's excellent. I'm with you. Um, I, I'm not going to play him. I, I'll take the wait-and-see approach. I mean, that's all I can do because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm speculating 80, but he could come out and throw 50, and then I'm stuck. Um. Seattle bats, no? Yes? Nah. No Seattle bats for me on this slate. Gonna, gonna let it ride. How much is more? Like he's the guy that I like the most. Um I've been playing him a bunch lately. Uh overturn, by the way, no touchdown. So I feel better. But I still think it's yes. hilarious. You guys got into a, you got into our conversation from earlier today. Dylan Moore is three point six K. I think Dylan Moore, he's second base eligible. He's he's in play for me here. Um Arizona side of things, like, who do you play? Nick Ahmed's the only guy in this lineup with over a 200 ISO against left-handed pitching this season. Like, it's just I'm I'm out on Arizona here. Yeah, no way I play any of these guys. They are they are dead to me. Yeah, it's not even like one of those like morning grind like potential like hedge stacks either. Like, this is just eh, I'm out, out, I'm out. Correct. Um. All right. Let's play the morning grind game. Um, we, we sidetracked enough on these uh, people today. Um, <laughs> give me a guy. Oh, you, you said you wanted Yusei Kikuchi, right? I'll let you. I'll just go ahead and write that down for you. Yeah, just I'm taking Kikuchi. I, I right. did have a backup just in case, but Kikuchi seems like the right play. Yeah, um, I don't like any of these guys. Um, I don't like any of these guys. I don't like any of these guys. Um, I don't know. Um, I guess Richards. I don't know. I don't like any of those other guys, though. Uh, I guess it's Richards. Um, all right, well, give me a guy over 8K to score under 15. Oh, man. I think... I think I'm going with Woodruff. I, I don't, I, I don't, I can't, I just can't buy in. He's, he's really, something's going on, I think. I'm, I'm going Woodruff. 
This is easy. Every time Lester's on the slate and he's over 8K, like you guys can just go ahead and I don't even uh, have to say it at this point. I, yeah, I knew that. I mean, I, there's another guy too. Like I feel like we probably possibly could have taken Wayne Wright as well, but I I just I wanted to go with uh, with with someone that you know has the upside to get there. That's why I went Woodruff. Yeah. Uh, over 4K to hit a home run can't be anybody in course. Oh man, uh, easy. Easy, not as easy as we want it to be. I should have had this one ready. <sighs> well, I think I'm going Matt Olson. I, th- I think that's where I'm going today. It's got got to be him. I like these Oakland bats. He took my guy. That's who I actually was going to Oh, take. no. Listen, that's fine. I will take Joey Gallo. He owes me like five, so <laughs> I, I will take Gallo. Um, give me a guy under 4K to get two hits. Um, again, can't be in course. Oh, man. Easy. I'm probably taking your guy here. No, I'm not going to do that to you. No, no I am. Give me, give me Brandon Belt at 3,300. All right, that wasn't my guy, so you're good. Um, I'm going to go Jed Jerko. I like it. And so, look, these are the guys that I wrote down. Jerko, Walsh, Dahl, Smoke, Belt, Moreland, Castro. And, <laughs> there and you I go. Belt. <laughs> Don't forget about uh, Eric Gonzalez. Just saying, 3,300. Oh, yeah, um, for sure, for sure. Give me a stack to score six or more runs, Will. Hey, man, go- going back to, to my favorite DFS team, it's looking like I think I've played them more than any other team this year. Uh, give me the Chicago White Sox against Casey Mize. For the first time this year. For the first time this year, I actually don't know if it's the first time this year or not, but give me the Milwaukee Brewers. Oh, yeah, got to be. There's no way you're taking Milwaukee this year. For the first time this year, give me the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, Yeah. All right, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, sir, my friend. Uh, Enjoy showdown, everybody. Uh, Let's just hope for no, you know, four-string touchdowns outside of Damian Williams, and it should be a good night. Going to wrap it up here for Friday. I hope everyone has Darryl an awesome Williams, weekend. Excuse me. I said Damian. He, Damian has opted out. Darryl Williams. We're, listen, we're both on the Daryl Williams train, that's for sure. So <laughs> I would love to find – I hope he finds the paint. He already has a catch. Like, I hope he finds the paint. Like, he's, he's, he's going to get to that listen, value. Um, that's all we need. Coming. That's all we yeah. need, yeah. He, he looks like he might be in that third down back role, and neither one of us are going to hate that. So I uh, hope everyone has an awesome weekend. We'll be back on Monday talking some more baseball. We'll probably um, you know have some football to kind of chat about because it's going to be a fun weekend. So hope everyone has a great weekend. Good luck in your contests, and we'll see you again Monday.